Hi, welcome to this week's Mountain Basketball Podcast. I'm glad you're with me and it's time to talk about Colorado basketball. This week I sat down with Coach Toriano Towns, who's the associate head coach of the women's college basketball team here at University of Colorado. They've been here for a few years now by they. I mean, his wife is the head coach, J.R. Payne, and they've came together from California and are coaching the women's basketball team here at the University of Colorado. And honestly, I think they're doing a fantastic job. They've really turned this program around and got it headed in the right direction. And on top of that, you know, he, he's just a fantastic guy. He's, I brought my daughters to the interview at the Coors Events Center because I was telling them I was getting ready to interview one of the coaches for the basketball team and they really wanted to go and, and sat with me during the interview. And you can tell he's a father because he really understands kids and couldn't have been nicer. So thanks to Coach T for um, welcoming me and answering my questions. We talked about a few different things, mainly starting with his background in athletics and how he got into coaching, what brought him out to Boulder, and some of the things they're working on at the University of Colorado basketball team here for this season. So, and also they're playing CSU this Wednesday this week. So, I really hope they win that game um, because that's that's a not a conference game but an in-state rival. They've done a great job handling CSU the last couple of years. So, I hope they do the same this year. And I hope you enjoy this interview. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Okay, I'm here with. Coach Toriano Towns. He goes by Coach T, so that's what I'm going to call him from here on out. So, Coach T, thanks for meeting me, with me today. Hey, glad to be with you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, good. So I want to ask you some questions about a bit about your background and what you're doing here at CU and, and finishing out about the, the team in particular. So to start it off, could you just talk a little bit about your basic background, where you grew up, how you, what sports you played growing up, and, and kind of how you got into athletics? Sure, great. Um, well, I'm originally from Southern California. Um, uh, you know, although I, I was born in New York, so I'm a I'm a, I'm a New York sports fan. Where in New York? I'm from uh, upstate New York. Or, or yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was born in Brooklyn, so okay. uh, so I'm a big Yankees fan. Uh, grew up a big Mets fan as well, um, and uh, but but grew up. I spent I spent the majority of my time my childhood uh, in the Southern California Los Angeles area, um, and. You know, I I just I played every single sport imaginable, and uh, that was sort of my my refuge. Anything uh, with a ball, uh, I would I would certainly gravitate okay. to it. So and, which ones? Like basketball, obviously. Yeah, I, well, certainly. Yeah, I, I I loved basketball. Basketball was probably the sport that I played most, uh, just on my own in my free time. Uh, I always had a love for the game, uh, but. Uh, I was I was a football player, baseball player, soccer player. Uh, I'd play tennis and you know racquetball. Whatever, you know. <laughs> you really yeah, I, every sport. Every single sport. I absolutely okay. loved it. And um, and then actually I, I I earned a college scholarship to play college football at St. Mary's College of California. And um, but even 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 what position did you play? There? I was a defensive back. Okay, defensive good. back. Defensive back. I used to play on the corner. And um, and so that was a lot of fun. I had a blast there. And uh, but even while even while I was a college football player, I would spend my off seasons playing basketball and um, work out being a you know a practice player for our women's basketball team. Uh, my last yeah, that's year. interesting. I read that in your bio. So you were involved with the college women's basketball team, but you would help them in practice. Yes, okay. yes, yes. I mean, it's that's uh, uh, it's one of the one of the benefits of being a student athlete I could easily just just transition over to 
uh, basketball in my off season and, and would be a practice player and just love to be in the gym and love to love to compete and, and train. And so I always felt like it was it was a good uh, a good transition for me to go from, you know, working on my footwork in the off season um, or during the season as a corner to the off season as a uh, as a basketball player. Okay. So was coaching something you always wanted to do or is it did it come up later I and mean, how did that come about? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> so uh you know coaching uh, I always thought it was cliche for uh, for an athlete a former athlete to end up in the coaching profession. And so uh so I, I started out I, as, a, as a high school teacher, actually, oh, really? and um, really enjoyed that, really enjoyed connecting with, uh, with young people um, and trying to impact their lives uh, at that time through, uh, through education. And, uh, and it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was a blast. But I felt like something was missing. And then uh, I transitioned to over, over to the collegiate side and, and started out actually in, in college recruiting. Um, at a small college in Spokane, Washington, uh, Whitworth College. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that, but again, still felt like something was missing. And, um, and I realized at that time that my sort of my internal clock had always been based around the seasons. You know, when you play all, so many sports, uh, there are peaks and valleys definitely right. in terms, of, uh, in terms of, 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 of playing seasons. And so gravitated to, uh, uh, to college basketball, got into that, and just uh, have have fallen in love with it and uh, have done it ever since. Okay, so you're obviously coaching at a very high level now. Sure. And can you explain a little bit about the the partnership you have with Coach um, Payne, the head coach, sure. and you're the associate head coach? Sure. Um, how did you guys meet? We actually started. Uh, she was on the women's basketball team uh, when I was the, when I was a practice player. Oh, and okay. So, so yeah, so so that was how we met. And and uh, and at the time, I, I don't think she was, you know. Uh, Felt like she had to become a coach either. She was a French major. I was a communication major, and uh, but ironically, our very first coaching job was uh, uh, it was a little uh, little little AAU program. Like we we coached, I believe there were twelve year olds uh, in San Francisco, uh, East Bay Explosion, and we won one game. We were okay. uh, start uh, yeah, we started so we we celebrated like we we won the uh, NCAA championship <laughs> when we won that game. But uh, but no, it was a blast and and. Uh, and then from there we, you know, we gravitated. We got into coaching, um, and uh, and the rest is history. So okay. So how did the college? I mean, you're relatively. New. You've been here for a few years now. Yes. But you guys have done a fantastic job with this program. I mean, but how did that job come up? I mean, is it something you were looking for? Or did you get a phone call? How that? How does that work? Well, to be honest with you, we played uh, we played the University of Colorado many years back, and uh, the first time that we. I believe Jr. and I were both at uh, Southern Utah University with our director of basketball operations, Jill Mahoney, uh, who's here with us now. Um, we had we, we were playing the University of Colorado a few years back, and and you know like like most recruits, we 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 came over on thirty six and you know saw the flat irons okay. and and we just thought this is an amazing place and uh, just fell in love with Boulder. It was my first time to Boulder at that time and. Uh, and and so we'd always uh, we'd always had our eye you know on this on this program. We knew Seal Berry had had you know had done an amazing job and built such a winning tradition here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the opportunity uh, came available when we were at at Santa Clara at, the, at this time, uh, we just really we, we saw it as as something that we couldn't pass up. So. Okay, good. Well, I hope you like it here. In we Boulder. we love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about recruiting? Because obviously you have to coach well, but you need to get athletes into the program. Definitely. And your team is not obviously 100 percent from Denver. Sure. So 
are you out just looking for the best athletes you can find, or are you looking for the right type of player that's going to fit your program? I mean, how do you recruit players? Sure. Well, we certainly we want to find the best athletes, uh, you know, in in the, in the in the country or or in the world for that matter. Now, recruiting has become a global sport. Uh, so we're always looking for. You the, mean that seriously? Because you get some international. No, I, I, I mean that. Too. I mean that seriously. Yeah. The, you know, their coaches, uh, coaches are around the country. So I'll always run into recruiting friends of mine. We'll be in Australia or Spain or something like that, and uh, so so it's definitely become a, a global market. Um, and so we're just always looking for the best kids that fit our program. So it's not necessarily they don't always have to be a five star kid. We're looking for the best fit for our program, and um, so Coach Payne has really done a great job of, uh, of of making sure that everyone on our staff and everyone everyone in our program understands the bedrock of our program is based on three things, um, and that's being the hardest working, the toughest, and the most disciplined. And so, uh, with that, then we as a staff we go out and we try to find uh, the best kids that that fit uh, our system and fit that cultural mold, and, and that's that's what we do. Okay, so. Just talking coaching generally at this level, I mean, what do you think the hardest part of the job is? I mean, it's probably it's obviously not a nine to five job, or it's is it just the stress of the games? Is it trying to get people to buy in? I mean, what's hard about this job? You know, listen, our our job is 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 just like running any other corporation or business um, uh, in any other industry. Um, we're, we're obviously, we're, we're very blessed and fortunate to play in an amazing conference in the Pac-12. So that's, that's probably the hardest piece yeah. is the fact that our competition um, is, is so stout. Um, they're great talent uh, that, 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 that attend Pac-12 schools. There's, there's a great set of coaches uh, throughout the Pac-12. So, so we're in a highly competitive league, maybe the most competitive league in the country. Uh, so that's that's number one. Uh, then 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 aside from that, again, it's it's you know just as as anything, you're trying to find kids that that fit your culture, uh, that are going to buy into uh, to your philosophy, to your system, um, and uh, and and be able to perform on the basketball court. Yeah. Okay. So, when are you having the most fun coaching? Is it a good practice, or is it all about getting a big win? I mean, what what do you love about your job? Well, as, as I said before, you know, I, I, I didn't think that I would end up in coaching. Um, I was, I'm, always, I'm a very competitive spirit, yeah. um, and so, so I love to win, of course. Uh, but I would have to say the best part of my job is, is the connection that we have with the student-athletes on a daily basis. And it may just be the, the smallest of things. And uh, uh, it could be, uh, you know... A couple days ago, we got a FaceTime call from uh, from from some kids that we coached at Southern Utah University. You know, the championship class of that group, and they FaceTimed us on on on, on an alumni weekend. Uh, you know, or getting a phone call from uh, from a former player from about uh, you know eight to ten years ago, and they're just calling to update you on what's going on in their life, or 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 a, a new wedding, or a new baby, um, or or some milestone that they've uh, uh, that they've achieved. So that's really having a meaningful, positive impact that's on it. these people. That's yeah. it. That's it. I mean, at the at the at the end of the day, you know, you're going to win. You're going to win some games. You're going to lose some games. And, and as a coach, of course, those things stick with you. But but I think the things that last a lifetime, the things that that you'll remember, uh, you know, till your dying days, is the connection that you have with uh, with these young women, 
um, and uh, the inspiration or the or the impact that you may have had on their life and the impact that they've had on my life. So yeah, yeah. that's good. So switching gears a little bit, you have young daughters. Yes, I have young daughters. Mine actually came here and they're in the room today because they wanted to meet you. We go to a lot of the basketball <laughs> games for sort of the seven through twelve year old daughter. Sure. Like what? How do you coach a young girl in basketball? What are you trying to teach them? Is it all about learning how to dribble, pass, and shoot, or work as a team? I mean, what are you doing with your daughter around basketball? That, that's a good question. Uh, our, our daughters love to, uh, to, to play basketball in the driveway after, uh, you know, after we get home. And uh, I think the most important thing and, and the thing that, mm-hmm. uh, that we try to share with any parent that, that asks similar questions is, um, you know, just really help your daughters, you know, fall in love with the game, uh, develop a passion for it. And um, if they fall in love with the game and if they're passionate about it, then they're going to want to invest in it, um, like anything in life. Um, and so, uh, so, so that's, you know, we, we certainly start there. That's to have fun. That's to have fun, yeah. have fun. But then, but then the other piece of it is, is I, I think, you know, young girls and young boys are socialized differently when it comes to basketball. Uh, we typically we take our daughters and we and we, we, we put them in a system and we, we try to we try to teach them um, you know how to run plays and, and okay. you know whereas whereas little boys they'll they'll grab a you know a, a ball that is you know half inflated and with odd numbers and they'll go they'll go to the blacktop and they'll make up rules and yeah. sort of sandlot <laughs> it because they're just boys they're running yeah. around uh, and so when I think there's I think there's there's beauty to both sides and um, and I think both sides could could certainly benefit uh, from a little bit of the other. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, but we want our girls to, to, to fall in love with the game, to have fun, uh, and just really enjoy playing it. Okay. Yeah. So let's, now I, I want to wrap up, and I appreciate your time sure. here. Just talking a little bit about the team you have Definitely. this year. Yeah. I know you got some good freshmen coming in. I even saw Cameron Swartz walking yeah. in when we were sure. walking into the building, and, and I think she's going to be a good player. She is. So starting out with the positive. Yes. What are you guys going to be good at this year? That's a that, that's a great question. It's early on in the season, and I think if you ask most coaches, <laughs> they're they're all, they've all probably pulled their hair out uh, <laughs> at this stage. And um, you know, I I think we've just really got a great group. Uh, you know, where we've got good depth. Uh, we can do a little bit of everything. Um, we can we can shoot it. We can defend. Uh, you know, we we're, we're a little bit more versatile than we have been in, in years past, uh, but we're still a pretty youthful team. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there, there there will be times in which throughout the season when we'll, when we'll look amazing, and then there'll be times in which we'll all be kind of scratching our heads, you know, trying to figure out what that was on the <laughs> basketball court. Yeah. Hopefully, that's for for for, for smaller percentages of the, of the year than uh, you know than than most, but. Uh, but yeah, so I think we've got you know we can shoot the basketball. We've got a lot of kids that can that can score in a variety of different ways. Um, you know, we're, we're we're more versatile than we have probably been. And do you have a specific past. style of play? Because I know even certain, it almost seems like year to year now the teams will change their style. Yes. Are you, are you guys focusing on a certain? If you're going to come out and watch a CU basketball game, what do you expect to see? Well, well we're definitely number one. We're going to play hard. You know, we that's 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 what we preach every day in practice. We want to get out. We want to compete every single minute of every single game. Uh, we want to play fast. Uh, we want to we want to be able to get up and down the floor. We've got uh, some of the best guards in the country, and and one of the best in, in Kennedy Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to be able to play fast. You know, get up and down and play in transition. 
Um, and then with that said, we, you know, we, we, want, to, we want to be able to dictate uh, tempo and dictate style. So if we can do that, then we feel like it was a successful night for us. So, um, so that's a little bit that's about who we are philosophically, but we're not so set in, you know, we don't have a style that's set in stone. Okay. We, want to, we always want to find a style that's going to complement the players that we have and put them in positions where they can do what they do well. That makes sense versus just being so rigid with the style of play, but you don't have the right players to play that style. Definitely. So let me ask two questions. Sure. Have a, I've asked this question. I've thought about it. Or there's two of them. The first one is, do you think the altitude in Boulder is an advantage when you're playing teams from UCLA and the C-level schools? Well, if you're, if you're not from elevation, uh, then, of course, there's, there's, no, there's no difference. All of that's a myth. So if you're listening to this from, from, from C-level, <laughs> it's all a myth. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You know, just, just, just come, out, come out and you'll, you'll be able to breathe just like <laughs> everyone else. But, but no, the, the elevation certainly, it, 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 it does have... Uh, it does play uh, a factor for us, and, and, and that's something that we certainly want to be able to utilize with our style of play. Uh, you know, coming to Boulder is, is, is really tough for teams from around the country, and uh, that's why we, I, I do my schedule. It's also really hard to schedule teams to, to, that want to come in here and excited about playing us. Um, but, it, but, but we, we see it as a tremendous advantage, and, um, and so we certainly want to utilize that to our advantage uh, with our style of play, okay. so it's a good question. Yeah, so did you? Because I know North Carolina is coming in definitely this year. Yeah, that's a big name program. Did yes. you help work to set that? Yes, that we did. We we went. And we played uh, North Carolina last year, and you know we we had a great contest uh, against a very storied program in women's basketball. We lost in overtime after having a fifteen point lead at, at halftime. But uh, but again, we we learned a lot of things about ourselves, and uh, we lost to a really good ball club uh, that night. And so they'll be they'll be great. They're they're two and zero right now coming in. Uh, they'll be here this Sunday, and so it'll be a fun matchup here in Boulder. Good, I'll definitely be there. And the other the other question is, and I've never gotten a clear answer on this one: is why does home court advantage matter so much in college basketball? It doesn't seem to mean as much in the pros, sure. But in college basketball, it, it's almost like a five to six point swing just for being home. Well, well, well. For one, uh, you know, in the pros, you know, kids aren't taking classes anymore, and so uh, you know they're they're, they're flying on private jets, yeah. and they have the uh, the best of the best nutritionists and the best trainers that are flying with them. And so, so really they're just changing venue, uh, you know, uh, and then every game is televised and they're seeing the same officials there night in and night out. Um, I really believe that home court plays a huge advantage because number one, kids get a chance to sleep in their own beds. Um, and, uh, uh, and then, and then also being able to, to manage and balance the, the academic piece uh, while being at home is, is, is definitely helpful. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, just the final question, and I'm not going to ask you to predict what your record's going to be or sure. anything like that. But what do you think is going to make for a successful basketball season this year? What, uh, are you, what are your goals? Sure. Well, well, well. Obviously, your goal, you know, every year is to to be able to to compete for uh, for a conference championship, and uh, and so we're you know we're still a young, growing ball club, and we want to we certainly want to take steps towards uh, towards that. Um, we obviously, you know, your secondary goal, especially for, for teams of this caliber, is to always uh, be able to compete for a, bir- a, a bid or a berth in the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament uh, and be able to, to compete well uh, there once you get there. Um, and so I think our conference really affords us a great opportunity to get great representation, uh, you know, representing the western half of the United States in the NCAA tournament. Um, and so, uh, so that'll, that, that's always a goal for us as well. 
Uh, but really, but really, it's it's really just about you know uh, individual and collective growth. And so you know we you know we started out at a at a at a certain place right now as a ball club, and if that ball club grows and and you know all, both on the floor and off the floor, uh, you know in their in their play in their chemistry on the court, and and off the court in their relationship with each other, then then we've succeeded. Yeah. So uh, we, we've already we, we, we believe tremendously in this group of young women. They're they're wildly talented and they've come from all over the world uh, to play here in Boulder. And so uh, if we can get them to, to maximize their um, their capabilities and, and then bond and, and come together uh, off the court, then we've had a successful season. That's a, yeah, that's a good answer. And I'll, I'll just finish up. I, I often I get asked by, about this program, sure. and sometimes people say it's like, oh, Pac-12. That's such a brutal conference, and it I is. always respond and say, "Look, you get a lot of opportunities for good wins. That's right. When you're in a good conference, that's right. That's, that's right. It's 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 murderer's row. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so uh, uh, you know, I get friends from around the country that are in that are in great conferences themselves, and 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 they will look at our they'll look at our schedule and look at look at every every team that we play they go oh my gosh night in and night out yeah. uh you know you you've got to bring your a game and uh you know but but there's that old adage that iron sharpens iron and uh you know and that's one of the reasons why uh the Pac-12 does such a great job when they get to the NCAA tournament they've they've played uh you know the best in the country and um and so those those teams who are, who are who are fortunate enough to make it make it through and run the gauntlet uh, typically go on and play really, really well uh, on the national stage. Yeah, because they're ready. All right, Coach T, thanks for taking the time to do this interview. And again, my listeners, thanks for listening in. I hope you guys come, come out and watch a bunch of games this year. I know I'm going to be beat every game that I can, and, and good luck this season. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Well, that was my interview with Coach T, the associate head coach of the women's basketball team at the University of Colorado. Again, thanks to Coach T for sitting down and talking with me, making the time before practice. Um, it's always cool for me to go over to Coors Events Center to the basketball court and get to meet some people over there and hope you guys got to learn a bit about him and look forward to the CU women's team this year as they take on the non-conference schedule and then head to the Pac-12, which is always a battle because it's one of the best conferences in women's college basketball. So. Um, that was a good interview, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. If you need to get a hold of me, it's mountainbasketball at gmail.com. Feel free to continue shooting any questions or recommendations you have, and also, if you like the podcast, please click five stars and write a review. That stuff is always appreciated. So have a great week, and go Buffs!